And of course, we start with the birds, Prem. The ah, birds. It's back, man. We're back. I know how bad you want to talk Phils. That well, I we'll, know. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, we'll to, get that. to Phils. All right. They, now, now the Eagles, they do lose their first preseason game yeah, uh, against you know, the Jets. You never Friday put night. stock and win loss in a preseason no. game. It's mostly like last-minute field goals, yeah, last-minute weird touchdowns with fifth stringers out there. Complete you know, nonsense. It, what matters is that first series of the, the offense series. and defense, and they were both dominant. Hertz went 6-for-6, six six, 80 yards with a touchdown to Goddard. A really good sign, yeah, by the way. Very good things sign. off. Very good sign. And, you know, the fact is, he didn't throw to A.J. Brown once. Not once. And uh, A.J. Brown said that that was in- intentional. Yeah, and you know what it's the preseason you yeah. honestly these coaches all of them they're not really showing much that they're gonna run in no. the regular season it's well, very you put vanilla Jason Huntley out there you know that they're not it's, trying to show yeah. you anything it's vanilla you know yeah. and I want it that <laughs> yeah. way honestly I would say just sit hurts the rest of the preseason sit the, really yeah absolutely so you wouldn't go one series against the Browns on no, Sunday no 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 wow. I think it's too risky after seeing him take that that late hit initially and thinking to myself, man, like if that's a con- <laughs> if that's a bad concussion, he's not starting week one potentially. Oh yeah, even just a bad concussion, would or, it, would or, or been whatever, catastrophic, whatever, man, a, a separated shoulder on a bad hit like that. Not I don't know. I, I don't like it. I understand why Sirianni was yelling across the field, and I love that passion out of our head coach. You want to see that passion out of our head coach, right? You know, he's angry. That's his guy. Like that's our season. Hertz goes down. Sorry, Gardner Minshew is going to win you nine hey, games. Eight Gardner games. Minshew, who all the writers said was having a terrible training camp, he came in, took him right down the field for six. Yeah, he sure did. He, he looked sure good. Did. Yeah, now I mean, look, the, you know. the defense. Help! They got on the field, and Kazir White immediately picked off Zach Yo, Wilson. I'm telling you, I'm more excited about the defense yes. than the offense because they're going to routinely hold teams like under 20 points. Kazir White could end up being the offseason steal. Ironically, you know, right? Ironically. Because we all thought it would have been like N'Kobe Dean. Right. Who, you know, looks or a, Hassan Reddick. Uh, Dean looked, a, he, he was active. He had five tackles in a short amount of time. He still, but he looks, still looks like a, a backup. Out of his element. He looks right, like yeah. a backup right now. But yeah. he's, he's, listen, he's got promise. He does. And I think, I heard the camera say this, I think, or John, no, Richie said this this week on the uh, the midday show. Mm-hmm. Uh, he thinks that watching N'Kobe Dean, that he has so much physical ability and he was so fast and so decisive at Georgia yeah. that him looking that way in the preseason game was just like not being as comfortable with the playbook yet and not knowing yet and it I, makes sense I'm sure it had to have because been you like have that. when you have that kind of talent and you can think fast about where you're supposed to be a guy like Dean is going to thrive right so at Georgia no brainer no brainer but it's going to be a transition he I don't think he sees the field much the first month or two? Yeah. I, he's, Nick, he, he looks pack, like a backup Rush packages, right now. maybe. Yes. Bring him in and rush the quarterback for me. Let us get excited about a Nicobe Dean sack on third and nine. Oh, that would be You know what I'm amazing. saying? That's when they're yes. gonna, you're going to see him on, uh, I hope so. Now, I'm hoping I'm like hoping that. we don't see a lot of Hassan Reddick being dropped back in coverage. He's an athletic linebacker, man. And you, we got a Pro Bowl I, I, linebacker I for the him, first time. I need to see him going to the quarterback on almost every yeah, snap. Yeah, well, he is an I edge. Mean, He's an edge rusher, so that's what yeah. you want. But you know what, though? I like that joker play. Sometimes you can luck into interceptions that way. Yeah. He shows rush and then, and then drops, drops off back. just into the flat. They, they do that just a into lot. the flat to take away the running back dump off and to take away the uh, the quick hitter to the tight end. Now they tried to do that you a know. lot last year and didn't have the personnel for it. No, so well, maybe and, now. Yeah, and what Reddick, you he can take 
three steps forward like he's going to rush the quarterback and then drop back. Yeah, because they, it, they won't oh, block they'll him. be thinking about that. When they see him take those three steps forward, they're going, uh-oh. Right. And then he drops back, and, he drops and, back. and you think you're safe, uh, and yeah. then boom. I hope Gannon is crea- as creative as we're being right now. I hope so. Because this ain't rocket science, it man. It really isn't. You, you got, got the, the guys We got now. all the personnel on defense besides strong safety, literally. There's no excuse. Well, both safety positions are iffy, but that's it. That's the only That's iffy spot on the whole roster. Yeah, I agree. That's it. I mean, cornerback, linebacker, front front seven is among the elite front seven in the NFL. I, I'm, I, I'm they hoping. can, they will be. <laughs> I think they oh, will I be. Hope so. and I'm talking about run defense. They were solid last year in run. And defense. speaking of the run defense, Jordan Davis looked like an absolute beast. Man, what a steal, man! Now, now Nicobe Dean, he looked good with him. They had a couple plays yeah, where they did. were working he together, did, which is ironic, right? Yeah, you know. But I got to tell you. Jordan Davis is going to be a monster. Give him some time. Such an awesome pick. Because he did blow a tackle, but that's okay. Yeah, you know, he, he's a young dude, and he's just, and he's such a good person, man. Yeah, he was in pursuit of Zach Wilson on the play. Down the Zach field, Wilson too, got hurt. And he was, he's a fast he's dude. He's fast. You're 350, you run a 4-7. That is remarkable. 350, you run a 4-7. Jerry, yes. Rice, Jerry Rice came out of college. Yeah, and he ran a 4-6 Running a 4-6, 4-7. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous to even like say that. Yeah, know? I know. It Crazy, doesn't make man. any sense. The Birds defense has the ability to be elite this year. Now, the outstanding performance of the night for me goes to Cam Jurgens. I mean, Ross Tucker, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he couldn't stop gushing over him throughout the entire broadcast. Right. But it's true. The guy flashed shades of Jason Kelsey. And there's a reason why Kelsey said that he would. He handpicked he saw Cam Jurgens. And you know what? You got a guy like Kelsey watching tape. Versus like me or you or even a coach watching tape of right. a young guy at his position. Yeah, I trust him more than I trust anybody, anybody. in the world. You go to you go to Kelsey. You go listen. We need to draft yeah, your replacement. Evaluate and we these want guys. you to be a a vocal it's, leader in that decision. It's awesome, man. It is. It really and it's not. It's very unorthodox. <laughs> I mean, because a lot of players would be like, "What do you mean?" Yeah, they wouldn't play? do that. But he knows he's. This is probably his last year. He's yeah. got a young kid at home. And he's he's going to watch his kid grow up. He is a Philadelphian, whether he's he was got born nothing here to prove. or not. Yeah, he's got nothing else to prove. Right. So, so yeah, he's going to be here forever. He could, probably, play, he could play two more years. Maybe. If they, if, they, if they win a playoff game and say they hypothetically reach Ooh. the NFC title game or they, they make some headway in the playoffs, they're not going to the Super Bowl. We know that. But they're going to maybe win a playoff game. Right. Kelsey might come back if they do. But I see them losing in the second round this year. Okay. So let's just hypothetically say Kelsey is back week one. Right. Okay. Who you got, Siamalu or Cam Jurgens starting? Siamalu to start because you're on the road. He's a veteran right. at this point. He knows the offense. Okay, I, I think Siamalu at least for the first month of the season, as Cam Jurgens maybe gets more reps in practice and sees the game speed, and maybe gets maybe they put him in for a player two for the, when they go jumbo. Maybe jumbo, you go extra alignment. Yeah. Maybe you squeeze Jurgens in. Maybe you squeeze Jurgens. But Jergens. I think Sayamalu, I trust him. He's been around. He knows the offense. Yes, he's the weakest link on the line, but the rest of the line is so strong that it doesn't matter. Right. To an extent. I mean, because obviously to an Su- Sua Opeta won't be starting. No, no. <laughs> you yeah, yeah you're, you're giving me you're giving me my from left to right. Mylada, Sayamalu, or Jurgens, Kelsey, uh, Dickerson. Yeah. Well, no. Jurgens Dickerson be, Dickerson's the left Mylotta. guard, right? Yes. Okay, so right, Mylotta, right, 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 right. Kelsey, Kelsey Jurgens or oh, uh, uh, Samalo, Samalo, and obviously and Lane Johnson. 
I mean, that's an elite. That's, that's an elite line. If they stay healthy, man, even if they don't stay healthy, you know, there's flexibility for guys to move around. Yes, because you they know? were saying that about Jurgens. Jurgens knows both guard positions. Yeah, he and can it just yeah. slide right in. Exactly, and God forbid uh, uh, my lotta goes down. I hear Dillard's actually not having a bad camp, and he's showing some passion. Yeah, he is. He's getting into what he he he, he fought Derek uh, Barnett. Derek Barnett who, twice. He's fought him before. Yes. Yeah. He fought, they year. have history. They have a lot of history. <laughs> But you know what, though? I don't care. I like that. As long as no one gets hurt and no one gets a black eye or anything like that, like, cool. Because these yeah. guys care. I, they're, they're, I agree. They're, and that, that energy, like, you get mad when you're playing football, even if you like the guy you're playing against. You're hitting. You're, it's well, that aggressive. was the first sign of fire that I saw because uh, I just have to mention that I've been watching HBO's Hard Knocks. And, bro, the, the Lions look like they're getting ready to play Football. All their coaches are ex-players. Aaron Glenn, Antoine Randall, Deuce Staley, Hank Fraley, You're drinking Mark the Kool-Aid. You're, you're drinking the Hollywood no, no, Kool-Aid. They got pads on. They're hitting. They're running 90-minute practices. You know, the head coach is monstrous looking, and he's hitting the ground <laughs> doing ups, ups and up, downs with them. You know what I mean? It was a, he's doing, absolutely amazing He's episode. doing drills with them. You know, I don't care. You know why? And I said this to you before we started the show, and I'll say it again for our listeners. Let Dan Campbell do as many up-downs as he wants. Let them practice with pads for three hours if they want. The bottom line is when that ball is kicked off in Detroit in a few weeks, Jared Goff is dropping back <laughs> to throw passes Listen, against Darius Slay and James Bradbury. I'm going to say this. It's not about their roster or you know them being such a formidable squad. It's the intangible weird factor. Right. It's, it's about Dan Campbell and the staff. You know, getting the Lions physically and mentally ready for a gladiator sport. You're right. I, I look mean, at Sirianni and his little twerpy stuff with the flowers, and he's, you know, which he's, worked by he's the way. Cupcake through practices, the 45 minute practices. It's almost like they're going on spa days. I don't know what's going on over there. Okay, in this training, I'll camp. say this: there's a chance they trail at the half in week one because well, that's what I, because of what you're talking about. I'm saying, however, they come back and win the game. Right, you're, you're taking the words right out of my mouth. Okay, good. Because I'm saying that. The Eagles could come out. This is what we don't want to see happen. The Eagles come out and get punched in the mouth early. You're looking up at halftime. It's 21-7 Detroit. Let me ask you something, okay? Last year, same scenario. Yeah. On the road, bad team, their house, Mm -hmm. Sirianni and Hurts. Yeah. And you destroy the Falcons with a veteran Super Bowl-appearing quarterback, former MVP. Yes. So, fast forward now a year later, same thing. There is no veteran former MVP throwing the ball. No. I know what you're saying, No, I, I get it. It's like that weird, like, oh my God, can the worst thing possibly happen? Yeah, the, and we the come the back 0-1, and the Vikings beat us at home. Then we're 0-2, and the city's burning down. It's Yes, the city will be burning. <laughs> Prem, the city will be burning down. Are you kidding me? 0-2 doesn't do that. The city will be that. burning no. down on one fire. 1-4 will do that. 0-2 doesn't do that, because you're going 1-2. Well, 0-2 is disastrous. Because week three, don't we go to Washington? Yes, and then you're going to have everybody thinking, well... Are if we going to lose to Detroit? Ca- I mean, and Carson has the juice to to get the revenge. And, oh, and Carson's going to want the re- revenge. He's going to be looking at the records, going, "We can do this." You know what, Tech? My birthday's the day before that. I think I'm going down to that one. You're going to go down to that I think one. I'm going to buy some right. Washington Stadium tickets. I hear you. And you got to wear all the Eagles gear. You got to be, you know, you got to be geared up. The Weapon X shirt wearing I'm wearing weapon right X shirt now. now. I'll probably, I'll look. probably rock this. That's what you should do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's no, there's no doubt about. That. Yeah, that's. I've never been to that stadium. Uh, so now this week, a little tidbit of news. Uh, they were. 
going to cut J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, but in the 11th hour, Howie finds a trade partner, the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> now, Seattle was about to cut defensive back Ugo Amadi. And I saw your tweet. So they just decided to swap trash. And you know what? One man's trash is another man's treasure. Right, because we're we're a little short on like young safety hybrid guys. Yeah, that's that good can, to that, have depth. That we, can be defensive exactly. back slot corners. We need as much depth and and secondary. He's a slot corner get. at yeah. heart. He's played safety in college. Good. Maybe if Maddox gets hurt, maybe he can. Well, Tay Gowan will probably step in at that point, right? I don't think much of Tay Gowan. Me to neither. be honest, who's the backup slot? Uh, you know what? It's I, Tay Gowan. Is it Tay Gowan? I don't know. I, I should know because we just watched. Everybody and their mother that ever put on an Eagles uniform this year play. So many people, I don't even know who they were in there. Dude. Oh, my God. But Guys, I'm, it needed I'll, to be cut immediately. I'll tell you what. If those ones stayed in that game, that's a 30-3 to win. Yeah, abs- there's no question that's a 30 about to 3 that. Win. There's very little doubt in my Jets mind that, might, that what you're might saying get a field is, goal with Joe Flacco, maybe, but that's what it would have been. It would have been Flacco. Yeah, well, he, he, he started started in week he, one. Yeah, but he, well, he was sitting with his uh, you know street clothes on. He wasn't yeah, ready yeah, to come he, in. No. Uh, now, now this is ironic, but instead of being compared to DK Metcalf all the time, he gets to join the same wide receiver room as him, <laughs> JJ Ortega. Isn't that amazing? What a what he a, gets to be in the same room with the guy. What an ironic twist <laughs> of sports fate. All right, that's now, hilarious. I gotta man. tell you, my one other major takeaway from Friday night was just how putrid Reed Sinet is. I mean, really bad. What, this, what's up with Carson Strong? I, Listen, Reed Sinet should have been cut on Saturday morning, but how in the world did this guy play a whole half with no sight of Carson Strong? They're only going to keep two quarterbacks on the roster anyway. They're going to put Sinet or Strong on the practice squad. I heard a rumor that Carson should— that, that he's, he's having a bad camp, that, Carson Strong. But I heard this last game they gave Reed Sinet the whole second half and that the, the Browns game strong, they'll give Strong yeah. the second half. And you know what? That makes sense for Sirianni and his offensive staff to truly evaluate because you have a, a bigger chunk against one defense. I got to tell you, though, I was really looking forward to seeing Carson Strong. You will. I really was. You'll see him. I, I wanted to see what he looked like. Like, yeah, wait, wait, you'll, wait. you'll see him because Reed Sinet is like Clayton Thorson again. I'm yeah, not, it's I, wasted, I, wasted. Uh, unbelievable! Yeah, it is. How bad was it that is. guy? Oh, yeah, my pretty bad. God. But you know, I mean, you know, look, first NFL action, man. I, I listen. You know? I get it, but there's, even, a, there's even, a reason for that. Even high draft picks come in sometimes and, and poop the bed in their yeah, first yeah, because, preseason because action. Clayton Thorson was actually a draft pick. That Which did, is just that didn't make the team. Uh, look, I, there, I, I'm disappointed about the fact that we didn't upgrade at punter. I know it sounds funny, but Sippus is no, not he's really no good. that good. There was a six round pick punter taken this year. You know, he had one. His first punt of the game was good. Yeah, he's too. He took him inside. The, I don't know that, that the, field the position. Do you hear about this kicker that was drafted in the sixth round, a top kicker in the nation from college last year? I, forget, I didn't. I forget who got him. Eighty-two yard punt in his first preseason action. This kid is a monster. Who did we draft in the sixth round? I don't even know. Yeah, we should have drafted him. That's what I'm saying. If you take a punter, <laughs> you're going to take him late, and you're going to take like a generational punter. I forget yeah. who I forget who got him, uh, but I heard it on the radio. And I was like, yeah, why didn't we take this guy? Like, he's kicking 70, 80-yard punts consistently. Well, we're not thinking about kickers or punters. But field position, man, that's huge. I know. That extra 20, 30 yards in the fourth quarter. Yeah, especially you know, man, when, when Reed Sinet is in that If you're only up Jesus by six Christ. points, for example, in the fourth quarter and, you know, a touchdown beats you. Yeah. And, you, and, you're, and you're like, you know, you're pinned. Oh. And your guy comes in from the back of the end zone and boosts them to the 20 versus the 50. Yeah, that's everything against good that teams. That could hurt us against, against good, teams. good teams. Yeah, yes. in the thick of a season, you don't, want, you don't want that to happen. Hidden yardage, man. But you know, whatever. It's a small thing. It's nice that that's all we really have to complain about is like the punter yeah, and the true. safeties. Um, 
Jason Huntley. He's also a guy who should be cut. 16 carries. He did absolutely nothing with them. He had holes he could have hit. He missed just about all of them. I and saw it differently, man. He's he got was just burst. He was he's got, he's got as much burst as Miles Sanders. How, how many man? third and shorts are you going to have and can't get a first down? Uh, yeah, I know. But you have, think about the line in front of you. These are guys that are not really your offensive line. If he's behind our number one offensive line, well, he is explosive. You know, and actually, I guys that cover, writers that cover the team, they say that he's our second most explosive back behind Miles. Gamewell's not explosive. I think he's, I think he's a practice squatter. Maybe. Yeah, he's not going to. You I know mean, what? They're going to keep four backs, though. Bro. I hate to tell you this. I think running back, and, and this is crazy. I think it's one position you got to go out and sign a guy or trade for a guy. One of my friends said that this week, too. Um, I, I, like a bruiser type of back. Like you bring back Jordan Howard, maybe. Now, everyone wants Jordan Howard. He's young still, everyone man. Everyone wants Jordan Dude's Howard. not even 30 years old. But, you know, he sneezes and he gets hurt. I mean, that's the problem yeah. with Jordan Howard. He just runs stronger and harder than a lot of backs. He's very underrated. He gets an arm tackle, he's out for two months. I mean, this is the problem with Jordan Howard. You touch him the wrong way. But you can out. get him like one year, three million probably. I, listen, you know I like I mean? Jordan Howard. He's still a free agent. Yeah. Chris, uh, uh, what, what is it? Uh, 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 Clement. Corey Clement. Corey Clement. He just and got cut. Doesn't really do anything for him. I know he's a Super Bowl guy and his yeah, nostalgia. Yeah, he hasn't been good. He didn't work on any nah, team he's been I, they're on. They're going to keep Huntley on the roster. They're going to keep four backs. Well, I I, I think. It. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, Maybe they keep three backs. I, I you think, don't really need to keep three backs. I think you go out and you get a guy. But that's yeah. just me. And, and, and speaking of the backs, Miles Sanders mispracticed yesterday with a hamstring yeah, injury. Why yeah. am I not surprised? The soft tissue stuff is, uh, is frustrating. It's a contract year. He not only needs to be impressive. Right. He needs to be available. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is absolutely. How many times are we going to talk about You're Miles right, Sanders man. being hurt? You're right. You With know what? The though, it's the I, same injury. Right, but I heard that also that it's not severe and it's kind of like precautionary too. Which is you're well, going to have I that hope. in camp. You're going to have a lot of precautionary holding of people uh, out of the practice when when you have camp. Because camp is over now. It's now well, we go into the joint practice mode. But it's still technically camp because you're not I down guess. to 53. Yeah, you're, it's camp. You're I, I, I look at it like now, I look right? at it. Once that you hit fifty three, camp is over. Is how I look at it. But you're kind of right because you're practicing again. You're scrimmaging. The, the actual camp is between the team. Yeah. is now over, and you you do the joint practices, and then you go into the regular. Yeah, season. and the joint practices. You were just talking a second ago about how the Lions are practicing with pads and full speed. Yes, that'll, that'll serve a similar purpose with, for the birds. Well, I hope so. You know I what really I mean? Because it's game speed, but it's not game. But it's kind of like game speed. Well, they go through sections, portions in these practices, and then they go through a dress rehearsal yeah, on Sunday. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they do the same thing all over again with Miami next week. Right. So you just got to hope. I kind of wish can... they were facing an elite quarter. Well, wait, is Watson going to play in these uh, joint practices? I don't know. No, he was. he's appealing the suspension, but what I'm saying is I, I wish they would be going against an elite quarterback in these joint practices. Yes, because they're not. Two is uh, garbage. Who, an interception who, throws the the ball for, <laughs> who throws the ball for Cleveland if it's not Watson? I mean... I don't even know. Josh Johnson, maybe? No, yeah, no. A, Josh Johnson is in uh, Denver. It's some goof. Yeah, it's someone else. Doesn't matter. I don't even know who it is. It ain't Baker. It ain't Baker. He's in Carolina having a decent camp. He's beating out Darnold, which isn't really tough. You to know do. what, though? I I, I like uh, I like the Panthers to potentially be like one of those teams that surprises you and makes the playoffs. They could. Maybe Baker can put it, I, put I it could together. See that. You know, every year you have like two, three teams like make the playoffs. You're like, how did they get in? Right. Like the the Raiders last year. Now no they one had the Raiders making the playoffs. They the Eagles at the, the 14th best odds to, to go to the Super Bowl. 14th. I would probably put it around 9 or 10. Yeah. I got news for you. Now, this sounds crazy coming from me. I got it like 7th. Well, here you go. You're obviously going Bills, Bucks, yep. Rams, yep. Packers. Yep. Uh, uh, um, Chiefs. 
Chiefs, Ravens would be ranked above the Birds, though. Oh, okay. You got Lamar Jackson. I guess I can eat that. Um, yeah. Cincinnati just came from the Super Bowl. Uh, okay. okay. You know I what? Mean, you got to be realistic have, here. I didn't have Baltimore in there, but okay. Then then after Cincinnati, who? It's a you good got, question. Do you have the 49ers above the Eagles? Nah. Do you have the Cowboys above the Eagles? Even. Really? We're even with the boys right now. So, well, well if you had we to... have we have to prove it. They proved it. They're better than us since last day. That we right. have to prove it. Like, the burden of proof so then you're is right. on us. We're even with so the you're, boys So, right you got them in around 9, 10. Yeah. Okay, I, I, think I that's get it. about right. I mean, are we missing right. anybody? Are we missing anybody? So in the Ten- co- Tennessee. Tennessee. Good in the team. conference. Good team. Tennessee's they, probably better odds. They, in, the, in the conference odds, oh, what, conference, what are they, sixth? Yeah. Well, that's overall what, what I just said. But right. now, right, the right, conference, they're sixth. I have them fourth. Okay. Because I have, obviously... Tampa, the, Tampa LA, 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 Green Bay. Yep, Green Bay. I put us Philadelphia. down tied with Dallas at that point. All right, so five. Only because they have been the better team. So then you got to... So with Vegas odds, they go Dallas first because they're coming off of being yeah, a division Yeah, it's based champ. off previous work. That, uh, the recency bias. So I guess it's called it, the recency bias. Uh, so I guess it does fall in line. Maybe, but, maybe, but you know maybe what, I'm though? just seeing this with, uh, no, with, with green, the green eyes. Yeah, green eyes. Maybe. <laughs> I'm not known to do that. No, but listen, maybe. Listen, whether we're Eagles fans or not, just as objective football guys, yeah. this team is pretty loaded on both sides. They're of the ball. shaping up, and hopefully this is they a good do not this prove is a very us to be roster. wrong. No. I don't want to look like fools. No, you know. I don't think they go backwards. I think. I think Hertz is gonna is gonna learn to go through his progressions. I believe that he's. I believe more so that he's gonna learn to be patient in the pocket and go through his progressions and kind of evolve like Mike Vick did in 2010. I hope that's what we need him to do. That's what we if need we him get to do. Mike Vick from 2010. Obviously, we're not as strong of an arm. We know that. Obviously, probably a little slower. But same idea. Yeah. A quarterback that had trouble going one, two, three, four, throw, run. Or one two three four run one two three run. He was going one two run one two run one two run. That's what yeah. Hertz has been doing. Yeah, you got to go one two three run or one two three four slide 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 run slide 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 yes. throw throw it away whatever. You got to do that. By the way, that 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 late hit that was the only snap that Hertz took that I disagreed with his movement. I didn't want him to run. When I saw him run, I'm like, here we go again. Yeah. I wanted one of those short passes that the good quarterbacks l- make a living off of. He threw a couple of those. He threw a couple he underneath did. balls. He did. And that, that's important because if they're he, taking away Smith and Brown, which they're going to try to a lot. Everybody wants to see a deep ball, A.J. Brown. I don't want none of that. I want little 8 to 15 no. yard passes at a clip. That's what I want yeah. from Hertz. Give me, give me an efficient offense where then the defense yes. has to play those passes. Then yes. you hit them with then the ball you hit him with a deep over ball. the top. You got right. Devontae over here is probably going to be wide open on a, oh. you know, on a crossing I'll tell you who's going to be something. running free a lot, and it's going to be up to Jalen to hit him, is Quez Watkins. Yes, I want quick slants. He's single coverage all year. All year. They can't double him. They can't double they're gonna, him. Because they're going to, before they even think of it. That's why Dallas Goddard was wide right, open. Right, and that's the second guy they would double. You're either going to yep. double Brown or Goddard. Yep. You're probably not doubling Smith. You're probably not doubling Watkins. No. So those Devontae Smith single and, coverage all year on CB2? Yeah. Sign me up, dude. And, and, and by the way, another thing I, I didn't like that I yelled at the TV for is, you know, when Watkins catches the ball, don't run backwards. Don't yeah, don't I don't like that. These get, speed guys yeah, try to do that yeah, shit. Yeah, they try yeah. to go around and get that extra. Don't do that. Yeah, Just go yeah, forward yeah. and get the yardage you're going to you get. You almost always lose yards because yes. then once you do that, if you go forward, and and you get tackled after going back and forward. The ref's gonna mark it because you back because you went forward again. Yes. So if you're going back, you never go forward again. You might get lucky, and they yes. might mark it where you started going back. But when you do that as a receiver, then you take then one you, step forward. You lose three yards. You lose on three that. yards. 
Look, why yeah. lose three yards? Because these guys think that they can take it to the house every time every they catch time. the ball. You turn, and only A.J. Brown and Debo Samuel right now right. might be able to do that. You turn a second and three into a second and six or yeah, a second yeah. and five. It's like there was yeah. no need for that. You're not Tyreek Hill. No. He thinks he is. He made a statement well, after the game saying he, he knows in his mind he's the fastest well, player Well, he's only in the a tenth of a second slower than him. I get it. If but, Hill's a 4-2... Quez is a four two nine. I get it, but Hill can make those unbelievable, you know, t- turning the corner runs. I, yeah, Quez you know Watkins what? might you know what, be able though? to do it, but Hill's career is about to die. You think so? Oh, in Miami, <laughs> career. there's there's three places where careers go to die in the NFL. Yeah, Miami. Yep. Cleveland and Detroit. <laughs> Cleveland and Detroit. It's, it's a shame that Miami they've has to never, join the ranks. They've never been to a Super Bowl, Cleveland or Detroit. Oh my God! Either franchise. Never really been to a even Super Bowl. in their best years, huh? Well, the Jim Brown era of, that of the wasn't Cleveland the Brown? Super Bowl yet. It was the NFL uh, Championship. It was the 1964. The loophole gets it to be they've never gone. They've to They've never Bowl. gone to. A, they've gone to NFL championships, and actually, they were one of the greatest NFL franchises before right. the Super Bowl era. Have they the been, original? Browns. Have they been to AFC championships yes. in the Super Bowl? And era? if you remember, this is a famous game. They have Ernest Bynes. John Elway it? led the comeback. In 1988, yes, and, and then, Ernest Bynes, the, right? The Cleveland yes, Browns, he, yeah, right? Yeah, because they, uh, the Browns fumbled on the clinching touchdown yes. at the goal line, and then Elway goes 99 yards, just about. <laughs> and then, and then I love football history, dude. And then two weeks later, the Broncos get absolutely destroyed, 55 to 10. Oh wow! By the Niners. This is all like NFL film I stuff, right here. I love, I'm, I'm like, I love it. I've watched them all. I love tremendous. It. I can't get enough. All right. We'll get the Prem's favorite team, the Phillies, ah. when we go around the bases. But first, brought to you by ProLine Music and Fairless Hills Academy of Music, it's time for a Vet Fact. This is a Vet Fact. Tech, I thought this Vet Fact I found was interesting for the simple fact that a couple nights ago, Noah Syndergaard won a game throwing five innings. Yeah. And then the rain ends the game and <laughs> yeah. you win the game. It, w- it was great. He got bailed out big I'll time. I'll take it every day of the week. <laughs> So, on August 17th, 1986, I was like two and a half years old. Wow. Hadn't even been to the vet yet. My first trip was like 87, 88. Ah. August 17th, 1986, 34,000 fans packed the vet to see the Phils get to 500 and beat the Pirates 5-1 to one in a five-inning game. Wow. Shortened by rain. Only took an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> Picture Bruce Ruffin gets oh, the win. I remember Ruffin. Remember Bruce Ruffin? <laughs> I got Bruce some Ruffin. Bruce Ruffin uh, uh, tops cards from the 80s. <laughs> yes. And in this scenario, Bruce Ruffin goes the complete game, five yes. innings, and the Phils win. And they got four of their runs in the first inning. Yes. Schmitty drove a run in. Von Hayes had two hits. Von. Glenn Wilson drove a run in. Oh, yeah. Gary Reedus went yard. Reedus. Went yard. Yeah, also <laughs> played for the Pirates, Gary Reedus. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Schmitty actually drove in his 87th run Ooh. that year by August 17. Wow. Nobody in this year's Phil's team is near no. 80-something RBIs. Well, no. Bryce might have been. He would have been. He would have been. He probably would have been around 90-something like Alonzo right sure. now. Sure, yep. So there you go. Uh, August 17th, 1986, Phil's beat the cross-state rival Pirates 5-1 to one in a five-inning range-shortened game. Wow. All right, the Sixers. <laughs> you know, we, <laughs> look, we'd be remiss not to bring this up. The Sixers settled with Ben Simmons... 
on a portion of the $20 million grievance. Uh, are you disgusted by this? What an absolute joke. Uh, I am completely disgusted. You know, I was listening briefly to Ricky Bo today on their new show on 97.5. How I lo- dare they I love call Ricky that show. You love that show? I love Ricky Bo. Listen, I love Ricky Bo on the post-game show. The show, show is average. You know, on, on the Brody kid, uh, Brody kid's all right. He's unlistenable. How dare <laughs> you call oh, man. A, such a mediocre show the the best show or the greatest show you know that is just oh we probably ain't gonna get any fanatic voices Listen, anytime I'm just soon saying it's outrageous like i can't hold back the truth yeah then the, the, the name is the, unlistenable the I, naming I, is very very questionable oh it's completely uh, but, you, you took off miss Nelly for this but well oh. miss Nelly stepped away but yeah, i know what but i will they, say they chose to go in this direction ricky bow is the anchor of that show obviously because he's yeah. the real name but he said something yesterday that really made a lot of sense to me he said when you have a job, if you don't do the job, you don't get paid. If yeah. you don't want to do the job, then don't take the job and don't sign on to do the job. Absolutely. In this case, your job is to play basketball. So it's you simple. said you didn't want to play basketball for the Sixers, so you no longer had a job to get paid right. for what the Sixers hired you to do. Yes. So what are you even arguing for? Well, the argument from the Simmons camp is, is they have no right and and no proof to be able to tell me how I felt, how I feel. If I mentally can't play, oh, then you can't that tell me Ugh. that I can play and that I'm not going through mental issues. Yeah. When, my, when I bring up mental health, who are you to challenge me on that? You can't tell me All right, I get it. how and in, I in feel. In today's world with the right lawyers, you're gonna, he's going to win that exactly. argument, which he now did. I'm disgusted by it, They probably gave him 10 mil. They probably said, I'll give you half. It's what I'm the most. They didn't release the numbers, but no. probably, he probably got $10 million. You, you noticed that, right? They didn't release the numbers. Of course not. It was undisclosed. Yeah, of course. Ben Simmons... Uh, uh, Common sense is undisclosed. Yeah, I mean, I can't stand. Just this looking guy. at him agitates me. It, it does. Yo, I can't wait. I can't wait. Wherever he's playing next year. He told Stephen A. He's ready to go. By the way, yeah, okay. he will, he will be playing for the Nets. Game one, he'll be ready. I I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, but I can't wait for that first game when the Nets come to Philly and they're going up against Harden, Durant, and Embiid. Yeah, that would be how funny. Un- that would, would that be unbelievable. Be? Well, real quick, since and you then brought Ben that Simmons up, on the other bench. Kevin Durant now views the Sixers as a preferred destination. Of course, he does. He wants to reunite with James Hardy. They've been partying in Europe. They have. He, he he wants to reunite with him. He'd like to play with Embiid. And something I didn't know: PJ Tucker is a friend of his. The helps stars get in, are lining help, up. Helps him get into the University yeah, of Texas. It's gonna. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's gonna suck to lose Maxi, but I and I'm I I like both sides of this argument. I've been listening to it all week on on Sports Talk, and I get both sides. I've heard the people that say, "Well, look, you got a young talent like Maxi, 22, 23 years old. Sure, he's only gonna get better. He's got sure fifteen years to play ball for you. But you have a two year window for a championship. Exactly, here. you have a two year window now, and you can get a player that even though. There's some question marks about his health and his attitude. Yeah, he's hands down a top three player in the world. I mean, to me, if when when he is at his peak and he's healthy, he's the best player. This is gonna sound crazy to you, but I would rather Devin Booker with that this team 
than, well, than, than Durant. I, I've always loved Devin Booker. Booker, Harden, Embiid oh than Durant, God. Harden, Embiid. And not a lot of people might agree with that, but no, Booker, because he's so much younger. No, you I, have that, then your I window, get it. Then your window is, is the next seven a, years. Yeah. With Booker. Well, if if Harden can but still play and Embiid this is a dream can still world. play. It's a dream world. Right, the right the now, Suns aren't part You're talking about three guys. Now, Harden might be at the end of his prime, right? But 33? Yeah, but when you look at guys that are 32 and Durant's 33 and Embiid's 28, yeah. You look at guys yeah, that young are guys. They're in their prime. They're These guys. are guys that if you put them together, you have a championship. The greatest players in bas- basketball history played to pretty old ages. Yeah. Ray Allen. Right. Greatest shooter of all time until Steph Curry. Played until he was like 41. Yes. I mean, it, when you can shoot and NBA, play basketball, Durant... He's going to be able to shoot like that till he's 75. Yeah. And he'll be able to play until he's at least 37, 38. Realist, Absolutely. Like, like Jordan. It's like a Jordan comparison. Jordan, even though he wasn't great in his later years, he played he was like 43 years old. Right. You know, and Durant is not Jordan, but he's in the same conversation as greatest of all time. He just truly and, is. And if you go get Durant and you have Durant, Harden, and Embiid, now it takes all the expectations off of Harden, right? Like it's like, oh well, just play it, your game. In, in two years, you're gonna hate that Harden contract. Well, in yeah. two years, it won't matter it if won't we matter. have Kevin Durant. Just give me one ring. No, that's, that's it. Me, we haven't had a ring since 1983. It would justify the process. Because by the way, the team was ruined when they kept Brett Brown. They chose to keep Ben Simmons over Ugh. Jimmy Butler. Ugh. You know, when you did that, you ruined this team. Terrible. So now, in order to make up for it, you're going to have to consider this. You got Tyrese Maxey for a steal in the draft. Big time. And and you developed him for two years. He started out coming off the bench, getting very minimal minutes, and he, he showed signs. He comes in last year. He, he's shooting the lights out of the ball from three, especially the corner three. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're developing this guy at a high clip. Now... You use that. You turn that into Kevin Durant. Exactly. That's what you're supposed no, it, it, to do. It makes, it makes a lot of sense. Especially what, when you have so many missteps in the last five, six years. Yeah, it's it's advanced GMing what you're talking That's about. That's what you have to do. You have to develop the talent, build the value, and then capitalize on the value to make yourself a championship team as that, quick as possible. As quick as possible. That's it. Especially when you got... You know, in center years, a guy, he, MB, he's in his prime. He's had two MVP caliber back-to-back years. Absolutely. And, and you know, the guy, he's still in his prime, but in, in, in big men years, he's getting up there. You don't know how long he's going to be able to stay healthy for. And this is it. You got two really big years in front of you in this championship window for Joel Embiid. You got James Harden. I believe their chemistry is going to go off off the Richter this next season. It's going to be way better. I can see it happening, If man. you had Kevin Durant, oh. and Kevin Durant could stay healthy for at least 85% of the year, you're looking at a championship contender legitimately. You're automatically then the favorite for the Eastern Conference. I believe it. And you might even, in some people's eyes, be the favorite to win it all, pending... You know, there's still Golden State. And, and Phoenix. I mean, and Phoenix. Phoenix is, is a good Phoenix keeps knocking at the door, but Golden State is just the leader in the clubhouse talk in about, the West. Talk about shooting to your 75. Yeah, those I guys, mean, yeah, Clay and Steph aren't going Steph anywhere. Steph Curry can play till he can, like, almost not even be able to run full speed. Like, mm-hmm. he can play to where he can only jog. Oh, yeah. And then just stand. Exactly. At the three-point line. Exactly. It's crazy. Basketball is the only sport you can do that. 
Absolutely. But that's basketball. But Steph, when Steph's legs begin to go, it, you'll see a yeah, difference. Yeah, because it does make a difference with the shooting. I mean, your body, he, he's generating that power from his lower body. Right now, he looks ageless. He looks like a young kid coming out of a Isn't gym. Isn't it crazy? <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, you saw a picture of his rookie year. He looked like he was 15. He did. Yeah. And, and right now, I, I did too. Yes. When I was 21. And right now, he looks like he's a college player, Steph. It's crazy, it, As man. far as appearance. Yeah, he's my favorite non-sixer. Absolutely, he's my favorite player in the he's league. He's probably my favorite non-sixer of all time at this oh, point. Oh, yeah. I mean, outside of Michael Just Jordan, Just because of yeah. what I've seen. Yeah, but Jordan, like Jordan, Jordan, you can't really top Jordan. Right. To me, no. it's Jordan, AI, Steph. That's it's like, these probably, are my favorite players of all time. That's probably my one, two, three as well, yeah. man. Yeah, it's it's absolutely. And then Kobe four. Hey, Kobe's right there. Kobe four. And Kobe, then, and then I got to go LeBron. Five, <laughs> five, see, five. I'm I'm going old school. I'm going Wilt because you can't forget the Greeks. Okay, I and haven't Wilt really would, seen him play. Well, but, me neither. Yeah. Oh, and like Pete Rose said, if you weren't born yet, you can't, don't talk about. <laughs> Rose. How do we not talk about Pete? Oh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll Pete Rose is ridiculous. Oh, my right, goodness. It's, it's time to talk, Phils, as we go around the bases next. Pro Line Music. Pro Line Music. Located at 490 Lincoln Highway in Fairless Hills, PA. Pro Line Music. Everything for the musician. Carrying all major brands. You find a better price, we'll beat it. Offering lessons in person or virtual. On site repair service center. Rentals. Recording studio. Pro Line Music. Call 215 736 8055. One more time. 215 736 8055. Yes, sir. Pro Line Music. Pro Line Music. Everything for the musician. Yeah, you know what time it is. We're talking about the fightings here. The fightings. The Philadelphia Phillies are 2008 World Champions of Baseball. It's time to go around the bases on the Vet Alumni Podcast. Oh, my God. Tony, congratulations. What did you hit? And Tony says, Joe, I hit a cock-high fastball. Mm. And, and Joe didn't know what to say. Joe said, no shit. <laughs> That's looped out to right field. You changed the subject real quick on that loop out to right field. I'm just describing the action. Pretty sure we don't have a seven-second delay, so... Ooh. I'm going to tell you one more time. I'm here for the Philly fans. I'm here for my teammates, okay? I'm here for the Philly organization. And who cares what happened 50 years ago? You weren't even born. So you you shouldn't be talking about it because you weren't born. And if you don't know a damn thing about it, don't talk about it. Well, there it is, Prem. There it is. We were just talking about it. I Pete can't Rose. do I can't do vet facts ever again. <laughs> except except unless they're after eighty three. Right. Because if you I don't wasn't, know I wasn't about born. it, you shouldn't be talking about it. I, unpopular opinion. I'm just going to cut right wow. to the chase. Pete Rose, one of the greatest baseball players of all time, of all time, has like six hundred more hits than anybody in the modern era. Yep. Hank Aaron is third with thirty seven hundred something hits. Ty Cobb second at forty one hundred. That was 100 years ago. It's yes. not the modern era of baseball. In the modern era, no one has come close to what this guy did. And I just don't think that all of his off-the-field shenanigans and all should keep him out of the Hall of Fame because that has nothing to do 
with him swinging a bat 4,200 times and getting on base. Well, especially when you look at the fact that the gambling part of it is legal legal now. That's ridiculous. (laughs) And you got pro players endorsing it. But, you know, it, it must be said. Pete Rose He's is, a scummy guy. He's a scummy guy. A crude, scummy guy. Scummy human, amazing baseball and player. And the Phillies as an organization should have known that. Don't put a mic in front of him. Don't, definitely don't put him in the booth with McCarthy and Crook. Definitely don't do that. Oh, my goodness. That those was clips a are, those. I'm so glad that somebody blessed us on YouTube with those clips. Oh, it's just so perfect. Wow. I, bet so, I wonder if anyone in the game last night hit a cockeye fastball. I, I don't know. I think Reese did because he had two home runs. Oh, uh, maybe. Two home two runs. Two balls. home runs. Two balls. What did he say to Crook? He said, I liked you better when you had two balls. Oh, my god. Unbelievable. Goodness. Pete Rose. He's good television, but not really good for uh, morale Philly's, of the team. Philly stayed mums the word on it. They did not drop a statement or anything that pertained to Pete Rose Probably after the incident. better that way. Let it die. <laughs> Like you right. said before, a long time ago to me, when dealing with romantic situations, if it's not right, let it die. Let it die. Just let it die. Absolutely. All right, as I predicted, uh, the Phils lost two of three in New York to the Mets over the weekend. A superior team. They're, right? a better, they're a better ball club, man. But you know what? They're one sack fly in the ninth inning of game two away from winning two of three from the Mets. I get it. It's true. I mean, yeah. it's that, and it's going to be like that in the playoffs. I mean, you're going to have close games against teams with great pitching. Suarez was great. He went toe to toe. So was Nola, man. Nola was sensational. Now it's this is a shame yeah. he couldn't get a runner two across man. for him. That's commonplace for Nola, but he's having maybe his best season of his career. Yeah, actually, Wheeler on the flip side had a terrible game. He One did. of his he, worst games of the season. He never pitches well against his former club, though. Yeah, how about that? He's zero three now right. against. Well, the that is something. Something's there, and that that's a real thing in sports. Some some guys don't play well against their former team. They just don't. I mean, it, it happens it, in every sport. JT seems to hit great in Miami. And Castellanos is showing the Reds why they should have signed. <laughs> yeah, isn't that something? He, <laughs> he he strikes out a million gazillion times, and then he goes against the Reds, and he starts homering and doubling. You know what, though? Uh, the Phils, and here's what my true opinion is of this Phillies team. I know the last five or so seasons, it's been like the same old thing, right? Yeah. Now, when you look at them since June 1st, they are, in fact, beating the teams they're, quote, supposed to beat in series. Almost every one except for the Cubs. Except for the Cubs. Because that was right what out of the debacle. break. It's right out of the break. Yeah. And you got to put stock in that. It's right out of the break. They're home with their wives and their kids, eating, like, hanging out. Now you got to go it. play ball again. The Cubs got nothing to lose. But so since then, they've been one of the best teams in Major League Baseball. Yeah. Wins. I get it. And it's impressive well, to me you, because— you, you got you, you got to play Miami and but the it's, Nationals it's the, pi- the, the pitching. The pitching has really, really improved, yeah, man. Now, the pitching the, is good now. About the pitching. I mean, look, we're now in a new era of Major League Baseball where having two premium starters is no longer going to cut it. You, need, you three. need three. Right. You, need you know, three. And that's what they need to do this offseason. They they're need to they're go a year away a from three, World Series contention. Yeah, they need to get a third starter that that's his ERA is in the twos. Well, that's Su- what they need. Suarez is a serviceable three. Yeah, but he he's a guy that would be a really good four. Gibson is your three. Should be. It should be Wheeler, Nola, Gibson, Suarez, Syndergaard. And Syndergaard should only pitch in the playoffs if it's well, like Well, that a- is your five, but I, I say you need to replace one of the four of the five with a real, you know, one, two, three kind of guy that is at ERA is in the twos. You, you know need why to get they're a not, though? premium guy. You know why they might not? Their whip is 
1.21. It's six in baseball. And they look at it like uh, Painter might be the answer to that. Not next year, though. But I I agree with you. I think they need to go out. Really only need to sign like one more guy, two more guys. One more starting premium pitcher. That's and, what they and, need. And, and get me a uh, get me a center fielder that hits two sixty and can jack the ball twenty times. Brandon over the fence. Marsh is awful. He had I a mean, hit last night, then got injured. Yeah, well, he was having he a hurt? good game. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he got hurt. He uh, he hurt his uh, his knee. Strikeout, I think. strikeout, ground out, strikeout. It's like he yeah. is just awful. He's I, not good. I, I I felt the same way about Sosa until Monday night. He had the game of his life. I said on Twitter, I said <laughs> we needed the Phils needed the Sosa game. Yeah, there's always like an unknown player that has their game. I was like, finally Sosa. Yeah, finally. Hey, you know what, though? We'll take it. And he's a great fielder. He's really good with the glove. Yeah. He, I mean, he makes some he nice He is stops. tremendous in the field. He's really good. And, and you so, know what? And so was Marsh. Marsh is good in the That's field. That's why they That's got why those they guys. That's why they got I prefer Veerling at the plate. I got to tell you. Likewise, but he looked lost last night. Though. Yeah, he really well, had a real bad yeah, game I last know. night. He took a fastball right down a pipe with two strikes and men on base. You know, it's like, what are you doing? And even though Castellanos homered, and he doubled. He had a yeah, great he had, night. He had a really good night. He did. This this trend that I see him do, that I just wish Charlie Manuel was in there because. How many times are you going to get that slider that's low and outside? How many times are you going to swing at that? Yeah. It's so annoying. It's very enticing, and it's hard to lay off when it's a good pitcher, Especially man. when there's two outs with men on base. Why are you swinging at that pitch? It, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm yelling at the TV every time I see it. Oh, happen. I know you are. It's unbelievable. I know you are. I want to paint a because picture Because he's been for doing you, it all year. How many times do you have to see that pitch and strike out on that pitch to know <laughs> not to swing at that pitch? I just don't get it. I'm going to paint a picture for you, Tech. As it stands right now, the first round, the Phils are playing the Mets. Then that will be a first round exit. Probably. But think oh, about definitely. think about no, not definitely, because <laughs> think about this for a second. Oh, here we okay? go. Yeah. You can go in there, first two games, and you have shown that you can split two in New York. They just did it. Well, now they go to Philly for four, right? Is it they, they, they're gonna come here for four games no, the Mets. That don't make any sense. Isn't it? Oh, oh the weekend. I'm talking about the playoffs. No, I'm talking, I'm talking about, about next Right, yeah. So this, we'll see them in weekend. a four game series to see if they can really split in Philly with the Mets. In Philly. in Philly. So what I'm getting at is hypothetically, you know, you're throwing Wheeler out there to first game. You know, maybe he loses, maybe he wins, but you have a great shot to win that game one. Yeah, and then sure. maybe Nola loses, maybe Nola wins, but then you're coming back game three at home with Suarez, that's strong, or you go Wheeler Suarez Nola game one at home, or you go Nola Suarez Wheeler game one in Philly, which actually makes more sense to me because yeah. that game three Nola's is crucial. Num- Nola's the one this year to me. Nola's pitched his way into not being overall, our number one. Though. Not overall, not overall. Still the Wheeler one. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just seeing lately. I'm surprised to hear you say this. Of well, all people. yeah, I'm not a Nola guy at all. But this but year he is, he, he is really having a good year. Now the question becomes, and he even acknowledged this. Am I going to have a good September? Because I've had trouble in September. He's had he, trouble. he knows. So when someone is cognizant of their issues and is working to fix them, that's all you can really ask of a guy. Right, because Wheeler's been good in September, at least for us. He has. But, I mean, if you look at, you know, just strikeouts this year, I mean, Nola's tied for fifth in all of baseball. Yeah, really pretty, good year. He's got as many strikeouts as Shohei Otani. Yep. And he's got more strikeouts than Charlie Morton and Sandy Alcantara. Well, yeah, Morton's not having a great year, but yeah, you're right. I mean, and Wheeler's 11th. Huh? You know, Wheeler's only three or 23 behind him. Yeah, he hasn't had as many great starts as Nola has this year, to be honest. I got to tell you. I think he's got more wins, though, doesn't he? Does he have more wins? That's because they don't hit for Nola. They really Nola don't hit for Nola. great games, and, and we lose those games. But Nola's, this is, a, this is crazy to say, but Nola's is a Cy Young year. It really is. He's it's just a shame in they baseball. Don't, it's a shame they couldn't get wins for him because I know. on on a lot of those losses, just like in years past for Nola when he had some of his great years, 
it's the offense that has yeah. let him down. It is. I mean, 152 and two thirds innings pitched, second in all of baseball. Like they didn't address starting pitching in the offseason because they wanted to stack the offense to eliminate that that we're not hitting for Nola thing. And and here we go again. And to continue to add to my Nola numbers, a 215 batting average against. Wow. That's good for top 15 in all of baseball. Yeah, he's having a year. I mean, the kid is, he's not a kid, but he's a veteran now. It's a shame that in some of those low-scoring games when he pitched fantastic, they couldn't put up any runs for him. I know. I know. That's crazy. That's crazy. And Friday night, I'll be in attendance, and who do you got? You got a Bassett at Nola rematch. I hate Bassett. In Philly. Yeah, I'm not a fan of his either. Especially um, after that last game when I'm thinking, oh, we can we can beat him. And, yeah, and, and, right. and unhittable. Right, it's right. And, and then and then you get a doubleheader with Suarez and Wheeler. Yeah. And Gibson to cap it off on Sunday. I mean, at least your four best pitchers that you have are going up against the Mets. Yeah. And you don't need them to be the Reds. With a shot. You know what I mean? Right. So in a couple minutes, we got the Phils trying to get the sweep in Cincinnati. Which would be fantastic. You know, Something that's much needed after after the buzzsaw they ran into this weekend in New York. Suarez going, you know, going up against Lodolo, who is actually one of the Reds' best pitchers with a four seven two ERA. Yeah, but seeing the fours, high fours, you should be able to beat a pitcher. But like they that. lose these day games after winning two games. I hate that. They Don't always, you hate that? they always do. Like they're gonna, they're gonna, they you know they uh, they're gonna lose today because they won last night convincingly. That's why I don't trust this team at all, Prem. I really don't trust. Well, this you can team trust at all. them way more than you trust the 2021, 2020, well, 2019, no 2018. That. You can trust and, them. Way and more. look, they may get into the playoffs. I, I just don't think they beat anybody. Obviously, we'll have to wait and see on that. But yeah, absolutely. It's just how I feel right now about this team. Now, I will also take into account that guys like, let's say, Castellanos, right. for instance, right. who have been really horrendous this year, they could come alive in the playoffs. For oh, all we abso- know, absolutely. I, I'll take that into consideration. Let me tell you why you should believe in the Phil's tech. <laughs> so after that first series where you dropped to the Cubs, you win a series against the Braves. You easily sweep the Pirates like you're supposed to. Then you split in Atlanta against the Champs. Yep. Then you sweep four games in Washington. Yep. You take two or three in Miami. And then you run into a really good team in New York, and you lose two or three. And now you win two or three in Cincinnati. This yeah. team is winning series consistently. And now after it. after this weekend, you got <laughs> what a homestand. Four against the Reds. Three against the Pirates, that's six and one, five yeah. and two. And then three in Arizona, that's two out of three. And then you got a tough series in San Francisco, but they're sliding. San yeah. Francisco's not good now. I don't think that they're that and then, good. And then Miami, Washington, Miami. Thankfully. And then you get Atlanta twice and Houston three times in the last part of the season. But that's it. I mean, the schedule is a cakewalk, man. They're going to win 90 games. <laughs> We, I hope you know that. I, I, all right, all right. I hope you know this is a ninety-seventy-two season. I had him at eighty-four wins. Max. I know you did, but they're they, to to not win ninety games, they'd have to almost go five hundred from here on out. All right, to not win ninety. Hey, I'm not saying that they they that what you're saying is wrong. I just think that there's also a possibility they can go five hundred from here on out. I can't wait to go back to our season preview show and pull up my predictions when we listen in the playoffs. Yeah, well, you and, did say what ninety wins and or a playoff close appearance. To it? Yeah, and yeah. a playoff appearance. Yeah. All right, so you said it. I said eighty four wins. I needed to see it, and I believe I, know, I, know, I believe I know. Ray Diddy, the great 
Ray Diddy said 84 wins too. So I feel justified right, in saying right. 84 wins. He's a Hall wins. of Famer. Okay, I wanted right. to see, and I, it was he said that after we had done our season preview. Yes. So when he said that, you felt good. I, I felt good. I said I'm right where I need to be. You felt good about wins. predicting our mediocre baseball because team. I thought you know I need to see it to believe it. I hear you, like Ranger. I've seen enough. Now. I I needed to see Ranger as in a whole season as a starter to believe that he was a good starter. Last night, 16 hits. Yeah. I mean they're. They're hitting. They're they're really hitting. Night before, twelve hits. They leave men on base though. But yeah, I hear you. I mean, th- we're talking about the Reds here. Yeah, where it's, they, it's a, the yeah. Reds have one guy in their lineup that's over like two sixty. But what people don't realize about the Reds, and I was educated on this by uh, someone on the radio this week, they started three and twenty two. They're a yeah. five. They're a five hundred club since. Uh, they're five hundred club since. So they're a five hundred club since okay. May first. So yeah, they're terrible. But three and twenty two will do that to you. Right, I mean, look, and then since then they've actually beat some good teams. But you should be able to beat Cincinnati, and they're going. I hope they can sweep today. Maybe it'll prove us wrong, and they'll win the day game because they they haven't really done that much. When no. they win the first two of a series or the first three of a series, then it's yeah. a day game. They lose it. They lose it almost every. It's almost uh, like you it, could bet on the Reds to win today. I know, but then the Phils could come out on Friday and and beat the Mets, and we'll see Garrett Stubbs today, right? Is that is well? No, he played last night. He played last night. <laughs> oh, Stubbs played last night. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. So yeah. it's going to be JT for the day game. All right, we'll which see. makes sense because then you got a day I off. Forgot. Then you got a day off. Play last night. Yes. Okay, so yes. there it is. So I like Stubbs, by the way, but we'll we'll see JT. All right. Well, what, a, what a win last night, though. I mean, eleven to three. You get three. You get three in the ninth when you're already destroying a team. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's just like, I don't know. The, the offense clicks when they need to click, and it's exciting to see it. Um, well, with you know, Garrett Stubbs actually with his homer last night, three run shot in the ninth inning. I liked. I forgot Stubbs. There we go. You know what? I didn't see that's the end of that game, by the way. Home. That's a second three-run home right now. Okay. I, I didn't see the end of that game. Right, I, was, I was predisposed. But, you know, I, I tell you, uh, because sometimes with the Phillies, when I see a score, I see it's like 8-3 to three or whatever. I'm like, okay, let me, you know, let me watch the Mandalorian. You know what I mean? Yeah, and there's I'm, nothing I'm, wrong with I'm that. Off, I'm off of it. You 29 know hits in the last two games. But when it's like a close game, when it's like 3-1, to one, then I'll turn it on and see, you know, yeah. what we got going. I'll tell you who's going to get the day off today. Who? Bryson Stott. 0 for oh, 5. Okay. Your team scores 11 runs and 17 hits, and you go 0 for 5 from the leadoff spot. Yeah, but you know what? In all fairness to Bryson Stott, he's, uh, he's impressive, He's man. been hitting, like, the kids are 300 at, hitters from the leadoff since, spot. Since he got acclimated to the major leagues, and you can't yes. count the first month in the league. You really can't. And you, he really was good in the leadoff spot. He's for, been good he's in the good spot. There. He has been. He's been getting hits almost every night, or at least getting on base. By the way, that Stubbs Homer was in the ninth inning that you're talking yes. about. So that's why I didn't see that. So uh, fair the enough. ninth inning, who the hell is watching and that game? And it's already 8-3 at that point. You're right. You're I'm right. not watching that game. That's fair. By the way, when it was 6-3, to three, I was tuning out. You know, that's but fair. I, I kind of I, I had it on the phone, 8-3. Yes. Yes, yes. So I do that every night, by the way. So, hey, maybe they'll, maybe they'll surprise us today and win an afternoon game. And- yeah. And by the way, how come on the phone, on the play-by-play, when you're doing the live play-by-play, how come it shows up there 20 seconds before you see it on TV or hear it on the radio? Is there a reason for that? It's odd, right? You, you mean see- when you're looking at the GameCast? Yes, the GameCast happens first before the streaming anything else. Because the streaming on the phone is always delayed. It's, I don't, but no. It's the interwebs. Even if you're watching the game on TV, on 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 cable. You get it on the on the GameCast first on the Phillies app. Yes. On the app bad app. I'm or seeing it on the right. On the game day GameCast, I get my information about twenty seconds before it happens live on cable in real time. And I'm wondering why that is. It's 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 consistent. It's every night, every game. I'm seeing it on this GameCast first before it happens. It's weird. 
It, I noticed that it's too. Cra- is there is there because there's a, uh, some sort of delay? You can really mess with people at a bar. Like you <laughs> yeah, get, you could. You, you go up. Oh, this this one's gonna be a home you run. Could bet pe- That's a great seconds, idea. There you go. There you go. We gotta hit the bar. You can rig Prem's picks live at the bar. <laughs> I have it. I'll have it like a good thirty seconds before they see it. On the phone. It, well, it tends to be about 15, 15 to 20, 20 okay. seconds. That's enough you time to make it, it quick. Bet. It's good. You see Reese Hoskins home run. You got to go, up. Oh, Reese is about to hit a home I'll run. Bet I'll bet hits anybody a home right run. now. Bet me. $100. And then the pitch comes and Reese hits a home run. And I collect That's my money. That's what happens. We, I can make a living doing that. You I don't even got to work anymore. I, exactly. That's amazing. I'm wondering why that is. My though. girlfriend's listening weird. and we're going to go to the bar probably uh, tonight and do that. Well, make it happen. Well, tomorrow. Well, tomorrow because, you know, the, and what are they off Thursday? Are you Yeah, yeah. Friday. I'll be at the game. I could do it at the game. You can do it at the game. people in the stands and just collect their money. Uh, wait a minute. I don't know that that would work. I wouldn't work at the game. Because you're seeing you're it live. You're seeing it live. There you go. You got to do it at the bar. You That's where bar. you got to do it. We're going to try it out. All right. Well, there right, it is. let you know how it goes. And we'll yeah. go. I'll give you 20% of my winnings. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take that. All right. So, uh, once again, we are forfeiting the picks until football season yeah, begins. Yeah, the picks lay off until football. Although, I will do a numbers segment next week. All right. Numbers segment will be back. All and right, then picks well, in a few weeks, and we're back on a football train. Joe yes. Giglio from 94WIP joining us next week Woo! for episode 77. There it is. Hey, with that with that said, see you next week. Vet alumni.